Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Just a Chandra, Save Single and Healing. On today's episode, we are talking about is settling the same as compromise? I don't know. Let's see. What's up, y'all? Being the daughter of a locally known preacher and educator, you managed to get lost in the noise. But now you get to see and understand all of me. The witty, funny, passionate, and vulnerable sides of me. So sit with me as I take you on my crazy journey. Welcome to the article of my life, Just to Chandra, Save, Single, and Healing. So this question came about from a conversation I was having with two gentlemen and my best friend and two of her friends at a bar, restaurant, kind of. And really and truly, one of the guys asked the question at the end of the conversation. And I was like, mm, that's a good question. And I hate that it was the end of the conversation because I really wanted to get their take. But the conversation started based on the two gentlemen. Well, one of the gentlemen came first because he knew my best friend's friend from a place. So we were talking about something totally different. And then all of a sudden he was like, he pulled in the other guy and was like, hey, we over here having this good conversation. I need you to jump in with me. Now, why these two men were having conversations with us, do not know because they are married and we were four single women. But somehow we got to the topic of settling, settling in relationships, settling in marriages. I was like, I looked at them and I was like, why would you tell us as two, I'm praying and hoping, two happily married men, why would you tell us as four single women to settle? Like what? And I even brought up Sarah Jakes Roberts' book, which I love. I love that book. Don't settle for safe. I was like, mm-mm, Sarah Jakes Roberts got a whole book called Don't Settle for Safe. Why am I settling? And he was like, because all women settle. And I was like, mm, I'm not settling. I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, yeah, my wife even settled for me. Well, that's that's good for y'all, I guess. But that kind of shows that you weren't really worthy of her, I guess, in a sense. And you're OK with that. If she settled for you, that doesn't make you look good, nor does it make her look good. So I, that's not a compliment or a brag, but OK. So when the other guy asked that question at the end, I was like, mm, let's write an episode about this. Because I was just so puzzled by their responses as two married men. I just didn't understand. So I personally don't believe that settling is the same as compromise. This is just my take. But I do believe that we intertwine them. I definitely believe that we intertwine them. And I was one who used to do it. Because I thought they were the same things. And it really... I didn't always intertwine them, but my best friend, when we were in college, I was like, back in college, I was like, nah, he got to have a car. He got to have this, 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 just a whole list. And I'll never forget, we were at Sonic getting ready to go to a meeting on campus. And she goes, D, you're shallow. And I said, well, dang, that hurt. And I, I, I literally, that stuck in my brain for a long time until I finally got to the point where it's like, no, I'm not going to settle for less than what I am worthy of. 
but it stuck for a long time. And that's why my dating life, partially, once I started to want more for myself, I feel like that's partially why it became a shambles because I had that in the back of my head. Like, don't be shallow out here. Like, don't don't be materialistic, which I, I, I was materialistic in college because I mean, but it is nice for a guy to have a car back then. I had a car. So shoot, you got to have a car, too. I mean, I'm not going to be driving. You know, certain things is just OK. We got to meet somewhere in the middle. But anyways, so I'm going to give you all the definition of settling and compromising. Settle means to become fixed, resolved, or established, to take up an order or stable life. Compromise means something intermediate between or blending qualities of two different things. The noun version is to find or follow a way between extremes. I believe in compromising. Compromising is a way for me to blend with somebody. We may not be on one accord from the beginning because obviously God makes us different. So they're going to have one way of thinking. I'm going to have one way of thinking. But sometimes when we take our time to listen, and that's why you'll hear like people say all the time, that's why you have two ears and one mouth because you're supposed to listen more than you talk. Yes. Sometimes certain things that we're discussing, we may have a difference of opinions, but at some point I can I can accept that. I can compromise with that. Settling is when you're not even like we're not even on the same level of mindset. And I'm just succumbing to what you feel, even though I know what how you feel and how you're speaking in your mindset. Is definitely not what I want, what I deserve, or or am accepting. The problem isn't that you desire a stable life or to settle down, because of course y'all know that I want to settle down one day. The question is, does that stable life live up to each person's standard? Does it involve meeting in the middle, which is what compromise is, or someone succumbing to the other person's needs? I'm not succumbing to your needs. I've told y'all that I've dated people that were like that. Like they just felt like I had to bow down to everything they did. And I'm like, I am not your mama. I don't know what you thought this was. I'm not your mama. I'm not your sugar mama. Because for some strange reason, you guys are starting to get to a place where you feel like us women should be your sugar mama, especially millennials. I'm not about to be your sugar mama and we in the same age bracket. Absolutely not. You are tripping. I'm going to need you to have several seats in the words of Tamar. So I'd rather compromise and meet in the middle and be like, you know what? I don't fully agree with that, but I can understand it. I can respect it. Instead of being like, no, okay, I'm going to let my ways go and I'm going to just succumb to your ways. No, I'm not doing that. And you have people like that where they just feel like, okay, well, because that's where gaslighting comes in. That's where find that little weakness and they know how to flip it because that's what they do. People who gaslight, they like to flip it and turn it back on you to where they'll spin you in circles to where you're like, okay, I guess that's right. And it's like, no, now I'm on game because there used to be a point where people would spin me in circles and I'd be like, okay, I guess I don't know. And so 
the biggest thing is because I know y'all are like, okay, well, at some point you got to settle. You can't just have these high expectations, right? I got you. I got you on that. So I decided to pull a little excerpt from Sarah Jakes Roberts' book, Don't Settle for Safe. Y'all should go read that book because this book is good. It'll tell you about every area of your life. She goes, we foolishly believe that the best way to safeguard our hearts is to avoid setting high expectations. You cannot avoid disappointment by becoming comfortable with low expectations. Regardless, you're going to get hurt at some point. That's the whole purpose of being vulnerable. That's the whole purpose of submission. But knowing who you're submitting to, that's the whole purpose of loving everybody. Even when you don't get along with that person, you're like, I can't stand that person, but I'm going to still love you. And the reason why she was talking about this as far as because sometimes we can, we think that we're guarding our hearts, but really and truly we have walls around that thing. And I'll talk about that on a later episode. But the reason what made her talk about this as far as making sure that your your expectations does say high, don't don't settle for safe or settle for the fact that you don't want to be lonely by being comfortable with low expectations. No, if you know you want more, you desire more for your life and for you alone, it's okay to desire that out of your partner. It is. But she was talking about this because she was saying how women that she had been around, women of leisure, women of status, they were like, hey, I'm a, I know all men cheat. And so I'm gonna just take the one that does it with discretion. Huh? What are we talking about? Settling for no man who gonna cheat on me regardless? Heck no. I know we were all, all of us, we were like, what is Sierra's prayer? How did she get with Russell? Even though y'all be saying Russell is a simp, that man is loyal. I want a loyal man. I want somebody who I can trust completely with every part of me because I'm going to not only give you my hopes and dreams, but I'm going to have vulnerable moments with you, my strengths, my weaknesses. You're going to see every inch of me just like God does. And so that's why when we finally got Sierra's prayer on Summer Walker's album, I was like, yes, that's a good prayer because she was saying like, Lord, I pray that the next man I meet is going to be my husband. Not only that, I pray that he loves me the way you love me because you love me unconditionally. I want a man who I can who I can give fully myself to, who I can fully be myself with. And so that's why you shouldn't settle for the sake of being like, oh, I don't want to get my heart broken. So or I don't want to be lonely. So let me just keep this low expectations and keep this no good person, because at least he does the bare minimum that makes it look good. And it's like, no, if you know you want better for your life, if you know this man. Now, I'm not saying they got to make a whole bunch of money, but I'm saying like if he has a great plan in mind. Or like a goal that's going to get you to the heights that you want to go to. Give that man a chance. Don't be keeping one around for the sake of thinking of his potential and not where he, where, who he is, who she is. Don't look at their potential. Look at who they are as a person. So not only that, but I also give you, because I know y'all are like, mm, mm, that's still not answering the question of why. Settling is not the same as compromise. So an example of settling. If you are settling before, somebody said this, I can't remember who said it, but they said, if you are settling below your preferences, preferences, that is considered compromising. If you are accepting below your standards, that is considered settling. 
So I'll give you a bigger example. Preferences is a man or a woman who got a big, you know, big booty. You know, she shapely. She she got that hourglass shape. You know, got you know bust down weave. I don't know. She wear her hair natural, whichever one you like. Makeup, no makeup. However, that is a preference. Okay, she got to be chocolate. She got to be caramel. I don't know. That is a preference. Or for us women, oh, he got to be tall, uh, tall chocolate, and you know. Chisel. We can't be asking for this stuff and we don't do it or we don't look like it. That's number one. I can't ask for a chisel body man and I don't work out. That's just crazy. That's horrible. That's a preference. A standard is, okay, I want a God-fearing person like Sierra's prayer. I want a person who's going to love me like you love me because you love me unconditionally. I want a person who is loyal, who is trustworthy, who I can be myself with. I want a person uh, who has goals and dreams, aspirations, and are working towards it. That is a standard. That's not asking for too much. And I feel like we've gotten to that point. And I, I guess at that time, I didn't know how to explain it or articulate that back then. So that's why my best friend called me shallow. But I think at that time, even though I was in my early 20s, that's what I was trying to articulate. Like, I want the standard of a man of where I'm, I know where I'm going, but I didn't know how to articulate that at the time. So I let those words penetrate. And so I started settling for less. I started settling by, I started settling and accepting lower than my standards and my preferences. Cause I did have a preference back then. Now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm not saying he got to be, you know, he could be shorter than me. I don't even think there's a man shorter than me. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm five two, so I'm already short myself. But I did, I was like, Mm-mm, he gotta be tall, chocolate, and chisel body. Y'all, I don't I work out, but my body not even chiseled like that. So how am I how what? How am I gonna expect that? Now that's shallow. But the standard of like the dreams, goals, aspirations, and us working towards it, no, I should have kept that in mind, but I didn't. So an example I'll give from scriptural text is Genesis 29. And this is the story of Jacob. When after Jacob ran, you know, he tricked his brother Esau. and His brother Esau was pissed at him and he was like, I'm gonna kill him. So when he ran and his mama told him, like, you need to go to your uncle Laban, Laban's house. OK, so he gets there and he sees Rachel. Now. Before we start getting into the questions, for those who may not understand completely, back then, yes, there was a lot of incest going on, but just stay focused on the main task at hand and don't worry about that part. But anyways, so his uncle Laban had two daughters, Rachel and Leah. He saw Rachel first. He was like, dang, she got body yaddy yaddy. I, I like her. I want her. And so he follows, he goes, talks to her and talks to his uncle Laban. He's like, I will work for you for seven years if you give me Rachel. He was like, all right, okay. Now, mind you, in the back of his uncle's head, he knew that Jacob could not have Rachel because Rachel was younger than Leah. Back then, and still in some parts of the country, tradition is a big thing. 
And in those times, you had to take the oldest first. You couldn't have the younger sibling. So he worked for his Uncle Laban, slaving, being a shepherd, and doing doing a lot uh, of hard work. And when that day finally came, that seven years was up, his uncle was like, oh, here go Leah. And Leah wasn't, she wasn't, she was not bad looking. She was cute, but she just didn't have the body yaddy like Rachel. And so he was like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't work all these years to get Leah. I worked all these years and making you all this money to get Rachel. He's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. You can't have Rachel. Rachel's younger. You have to take the oldest first. So take Leah. Huh? And really and truly, that didn't even happen. Actually, let me, let me, let me rewind. So he was actually, he didn't see. It wasn't until, so they, you know, the night, you know, they had a little thing back then where, you know, you get in your tent, your little boom, boom, room, quote on, you know, so to speak. And he went in there and if I'm, he was blindfolded. Like he couldn't, he didn't see her. So it wasn't really until the next morning that he figured out it was Leah that he slept with and it wasn't Rachel. So that's why I was like, let me backtrack. So yes, that's really what happened. And he like, hold on now. This is not who I was supposed to be sleeping with. What, 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 what? And his uncle's like, oh yeah, you can't, you can't have Rachel first. She, she the baby. You gotta take, you gotta take Leah. So he was like, okay, well, how do I get Rachel? He said, well, you work for me another seven years and you can get her. So that's what he did. And Paul Leah. So he settled, he settled for Leah. So Jacob settled first for Leah because that's not who he wanted, but he was deceived by his uncle, which is where karma comes in because Jacob deceived his brother. He was a trickster. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. But so he worked another seven years and poor Leah, when he finally got Rachel, she settled for him. By having all these children, she had all of his children, but like a lot of kids with him. She had seven with him to try to receive his love. She was like, God, he doesn't love me. So maybe if I keep having kids, he'll finally see me. He'll finally love me the way he loves my sister. And unfortunately, it never happened for her. He he didn't see her. He didn't love her because that's not who he wanted from the beginning. and so. He finally got what he wanted, but I really feel like Leah got the end of the stick. I don't think she ever really got what she wanted because she stayed with him and just gave him all these children. And so at one point, she was like, yep, I got one up on Rachel because Rachel didn't have no kids. Rachel couldn't bear children at that time. And so eventually Rachel was mad, which if you keep going, you'll see what happens as far as eventually her having a child. But yeah, Leah thought she had one up on her. So she was like, mm-hmm, I'm giving you all these kids. So, hey, I'm I'm giving you your next generation. I'm giving you your legacy. And he still was not looking at her, not worried about her, didn't love her, didn't think twice about her, which sucks. And I feel like we've all had those moments. We've all had unfortunate settling times. I know I have. I've had them multiple times. Where I have settled for people that were just under my standards. They just weren't. They they should never even been on my roster. They should have never been in the category of me dating them at all. So where some of them were really bad. Some were verbally and emotionally abusive to me. And I accepted it. And I took it. 
y'all y'all know episode three I talk about you know my journey of abstinence and how I was okay with being this I won't say the side chick but the the hidden girl because I wasn't a side chick but I was the hidden girl and I was okay with that and so even in my dating and relationships I was okay with how they talked to me how they treated me and that's not okay. That's settling below your standards. And then on top of that, I'm letting a person who not even financially or mindset wise on my radar, because for me, I like to be stimulated into like with the intellect. Can you take me to an art gallery? Even if you that's something that's something that you don't do, that's a preference. That's still a preference. But are you equipped on politics, black politics at that? Are, like, can you stimulate my mind? And so a lot of these guys, they weren't, they couldn't stimulate my mind. But because I had that thought in the back of my head, and at that time, I, I didn't want to be lonely because that's how I felt. Or also, I figured out just here recently that I idolized marriage. I wanted to be married so bad because, of course, like I said on the ap- last episode, you know, you don't want to burn. So you're like, oh, let me get married. And it's like, mm, be happy in your single women, men, be happy in your singleness. It's okay to be single. That's the best time when you don't have to worry about nobody else. You get to just worry about yourself. I get to get up. I get to go out to eat. I don't have to answer to nobody. Be happy in those moments. That's the moments where you get to travel, you know, the world with your friends or by yourself. Because I've started doing stuff by myself and just really explore what this world has to offer just with you and God alone. Like without having to think about somebody else's feelings, emotions or all of that stuff. But yeah, so I, I, I idolize marriage. And so because I yearned for it so bad that I was okay with a person who didn't make as much as me, but they had a goal in mind, but they weren't working towards their goal. But you can talk to me crazy. That's horrible. That's really settling. That's settling. And so once I realized the difference between the two and what I wasn't going to accept, what I'm not going to take, and even like yesterday, my life coach asked me a question and at first I had an answer for it. And I was like, mm, yeah, I, I would do such and such. But then as I was stuck in traffic on my way home, I said, hmm, that's a good question. I said, is it still considered settling if I was to do that? And so now that's something that I'm sitting with and I'm like, OK, God, how do we work on that part? Because now that's an inadequacy, inadequacy of mine an insecurity of mine. Okay, let's work through that. Let's push through that. So that way I can displace the inadequacy and the insecurity with your word. So that way I don't I don't settle and I, I stick to my standards. The preferences can change. They change through the years. I'm pretty sure by the time I get 30, if I'm still single, they will change at that point too. But my standards, no, I'm not wavering those at all. Knowing tonight's waiver your standards and being okay with compromising comes with knowing who you are and whose you are, where your identity lies. Now I know that I am a daughter of the Most High God. 
And I know what his word says is true. How I should live is true. How I should hit seeking his guidance and instructions. I know he's not going to steer me wrong. And really what my expectations are, or my mindset is, it's way smaller than what his is. He going to give me way more than what I can expect. So I'm okay with compromising, but my standards, I'm not going to compromise that. And he doesn't want me to, because he's like, no, I don't compromise. I don't settle for y'all. I, I, I need you to meet a certain standard for me. And when you're not meeting that, I'm still going to love you, but I may, you know, may turn away from you for a little bit. And that's the worst feeling when he turns away and you don't feel his presence in the midst of going through. And I don't want to ever feel that again because I, I know what that feels like. So he's like, yeah, know your worth and your identity in me, because with that, you won't ever settle in your standards. So once I learned all of that, I was like, OK. Yeah, we're not going to settle. So this episode is pretty short. I didn't want to stay before y'all long. But the song that I have for y'all, y'all see, I didn't have a, a song at the beginning because this episode really was about a conversation I was having with my friends and, like I said, two married men. And I pray that they are happily married, y'all. I really do. I pray that for them because, yeah, that conversation really took a turn for me. I was like, oh, that's crazy. But so the song I come to is My Peace by PJ Morton. And I think about this song because that's really what it comes down to. We know that God is peace. He's not a God of confusion. So when you think about what you're allowing, what you're tolerating, what you're accepting, think about your peace. Is it disturbing your peace or is it bringing you comfort and joy? If it's bringing you comfort and joy, by all means, do you. Okay. Period. But if it's wreaking havoc and it's causing chaos and disrupting your peace, let it go. Let it go. Okay. He says, I can't, I gotta be all about me. Can't think about you. Gotta take care of me. I can't, I gotta take care of me or I'm no good to you. Can't sacrifice my feelings no more. I gotta be careful who I let through that door because I'm changing some things in my life. Gotta protect the peace. If you're not, if I'm no good, I can't be good to you. If I'm settling in my standards and I'm accepting low expectations of what I know I'm worthy of, I'm going to resent you and the situation. So really check your heart about that. Are you settling? Are you settling for safe or are you compromising? If you're compromising, kudos to you. So now it's on to the deep word, the deep word, the deep word, the deep word. So my D word to you today is settling the same as compromise or do we combine them to justify and make us feel better about our decision? And that's a word and a word and a word. Thank y'all for tuning in today. I know this was shorter than normal, but I pray that this touches your heart and that you really test your thoughts. See where you are. Are you settling or are you compromising? Talk to you later. Love you.